0: Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> this is not going to be a good show today. It's going to
1: be a lot of goofy laughing and gratitude. That's what it's going to be today. Tom Bernard show with Dave Schrader, LA Nick, Melissa Kirk, Andy Bernard, Bernard,
2: Cassie Schrader.
1: We will be right back with all of frivolity next, Tom Bernard show.
3: it's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they
1: contact you?
3: And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant.
1: Doug Spenthal, Walzer Automotive Group,
3: walzer.com.
1: Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, You know, you, know, you understand a lot more about this than I
4: do.
3: Well, of course.
4: I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at at DougAtWalzer.com, and he goes, hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, Do I have any coverage? So.
1: That's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Let's go crazy. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're going down the list of all the. Wonderful things about yes, I worked at KNOX in Grand Forks. That was from 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 Grand Forks, North Dakota. Ladies and gentlemen, KNOX getting it said for the Valley of something. They Uh they
5: were betting. (laughs) They were were actually betting over it.
1: I will tell you this, honest (laughs) to God. When I worked at KNOX, I'm right out of North Minneapolis, right. I moved to Grand Forks, North Dakota. One of the first things they want me to do my first week is interview a sugar beet farmer. (laughs) I'm Uh. right off of West Broadway onto the sugar beet farmer. I'm like, I don't want to interview some hick farmer. Forget about it. They said, no, you have to do this. And that's what I want. The hick farmer rolled up in a Cadillac L Classic, I think they were called. It had... (laughs) Gold yeah, trim. The, yeah, that
5: gold that they had yeah, they I remember that trim. It was real. They had the gold, gold grill and the gold emblems and all the gold
1: that's
6: why they call it a cash crop.
5: They had this. yeah that fake, wow. that that spare tire on the back That's, with all the gold trim. With the gold trim on yeah. that too.
1: I said, "What's this guy's deal?" And he goes, "That guy's deal is about a hundred or two hundred bill uh, two hundred million, million oh, dollars." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus,
5: like, never feel God. sorry for farmers. Oh, uh, uh, no.
6: Farmer, farming is a it's a pretty Woo. good gig if
4: you have the. Uh, well, you and know. they'll even pay you not to. Yeah. You yeah, know what, pay you not We'd like to yeah. pay you not to come that will be in, actually, in the morning for the next six that's
5: Actually, that's very big right now, uh-huh. North Dakota and Minnesota. To not, not, to not, 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 not don't grow. Don't, don't harvest your crops. Just let them die. Honestly?
4: So we've got people starving in our countries. Yeah. And it, it's, it makes more sense to pay farmers not to give yeah. that yield and crop to people that are in need?
6: Well, America doesn't have a lack of excess food. We have plenty to give away. The problem is getting it to the people who are starving cuz a lot of them are starving. It's like, you know, getting food to Africa. Well,
5: they wouldn't eat lima beans anyway. I mean. No. God, <laughs> well, I love lima <laughs> beans. The starving are like, no no thanks.
6: No, thanks. Lima beans are great. Did you hold off just,
1: for the McDonald's. You hear what they're going to do now in all of America apparently is they're going to take uh, unsold food from the restaurants <laughs> even if it was in the dumpster. And give it to homeless people. They should. That is I a... would. It would drive me away from being homeless. Like they're trying to a... kill all their hey, homeless yeah, we... with E. coli? Exactly. We pulled this orange out of some other homeless guy's ass. You want it? Sign <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, me up. Oh. It is Christmas after <laughs> all.
1: <laughs> exactly.
2: Speaking of E. coli, last night there was... Um, a... I
1: don't want to hear about your poop. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of okay, okay, <laughs> E. coli, e. coli no, there's last a... night I... <laughs>
2: <What>? <laughs> no, there's a huge recall... Or
1: oh, romaine. Yeah, romaine yeah. Yes.
2: yeah. don't eat it if you
5: have don't it. Eat
1: romaine, Just let toss, us toss it away. It Even the like restaurant weed.
5: downstairs has a big sign, no
1: salads today.
6: Yeah, I guess Do like, they
1: always use romaine in their salads? Yeah. A lot of, a lot of places romaine use romaine and spinach mixed. Spinach. Yes. Yeah, yeah I like spinach, but I like spinach hot.
5: Actually, if you you probably ate ah, spinach. Why did co- you say it funny.
1: all sexy, Tom? Like, I like sex. hot spinach.
5: I like cooked uh, spinach uh, too.
4: But if you uh, ate a salad
5: uh, and it had spinach in it, you probably would not know it's yeah, spinach. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. It's just leaves. Like, I
6: put spinach on um, when I go to Subway because I can't eat lettuce. And
1: yeah, I, I
2: love spinach. too
1: cooked. I love spinach. It's funny because I'm the opposite. Butter, salt and pepper. You don't like spinach? I don't
2: like it. Warm. You don't like
1: spinach. Mm-hmm. You don't like it warm. Uh, why butter why butter would it? you
6: ever eat spinach? Oh, like nope cream spinach? No,
5: just cooked. just
2: cooked spinach.
5: Just cooked. cooked. You've you know
6: never had cook cooked spinach? I don't think so. It's disgusting. No, it no, it's, exactly, it's actually
5: butter, salt, and pepper. It's delicious. Yeah, That's how yeah, we make
6: kale. Good. Oh, we've actually found well, out that... kale's the
5: same. same. Oh,
6: Jesus, you eat kale but not spinach? It
2: spin- tastes completely oh, get different. Out. Get out. It's <laughs>
4: Jordan, get out and get out.
6: It's if you cook kale right, different. it's actually really good. Really? Yeah. Oh, God, you By cooking kale right, you mean smothered in
4: onions and steak?
6: He garlic, kale. garlic, salt, pepper. Your fault. Usually, some kale. kind of.
5: Uh...
2: Actually, it's his fault. He's the one who decided no. to do well, this blue health blue thing. We've been doing Blue
5: Apron. You. Did you see or that? Whatever. I saw uh, Ted Nugent going off on a rant yesterday about. No, not Ted. <laughs> about about vegans. Vegans kill more animals than everybody <clears throat> that eats meat combined because when they grow tofu, they kill every single animal in those fields. Oh, because of soybeans. Yeah, they'll they, eat and, them. Yeah, yeah. They kill every animal. They yeah. kill everything. You have to wipe out the complete population of every acreage that grows soybean. Is that true? Yeah, because they'll eat the soybean. Yeah, I mean, and well, that's not to mention well, if when, you
6: think about it, and when
5: you combine a field, you <laughs> literally terrible. slaughter everything in field. Oh yeah, field.
1: mice and stuff get in there. Yeah, you slaughter everything. Uh-huh. Okay, we gotta. I gotta run this survey by everybody at the table here. Okay. Ah, uh, they're making fun of Trump, and I'm not a Trump fan. I'm not, I'm not a Trump fan. And I'm, I'm not a-, a Hillary fan. I'm just, you know, the whole thing, right? right? He said that, you know, and he did say they should rake the forest. And- <laughs>
0: <laughs> California,
1: which was a little weird to say, but they do need forest management. Yeah, in they California. do clear leaf litter, do litter because that's what's on of, fire. A lot
5: of places have forest
1: management. They do, a and lot they have places. to have forest management. I don't care if it's California or what it is. You got to, you got to protect your people. Almost every country has forest management. And look, if the three anus owl dies, <laughs> tough up. <hop. laughs> Mm. You know, whatever it is.
4: Well, they can't... Sus-
1: you, can't, look the, they can't sus- you look the three in a soul in the eye and tell them
4: that, Tom. <laughs> sus-
5: they can't sustain having <laughs> those kind of fires every year. Oh, no. So Obviously, they can't, they
4: can't be nothing left to burn. There'd be nothing well, left to Well, they can't afford burn. it
5: financially. You know how much no, many no. billions of dollars it's taking and I how know. many lives are lost? I mean, look at the life count
1: right now. Andy, would you do me a favor? Would you look up the leaders of the Women's March slash Women's Movement? Because I've been getting all these emails from my friends <laughs> about one of the, the, there are three women who run it now. And the woman who started it wants them all to resign. One of them is a Muslim who basically went on a, ra- this is a women's march, far left leaning women's march. She I've went got... on a
6: rant about gays
1: and Jews. It's huh. <laughs> like,
6: what? Tamika Mallory, Carmen Perez, and Linda Sarsour. Now, well, Linda Sarsour is the probably one who started her. here. Well, that's the only, yeah, it's her. Linda did? Sarsour apologizes to women's march Jewish members etc cetera, etc. Cetera. What did she say about them? Let's find out. This so this is true.
3: Yeah, let's well, say with, with the far left the,
6: leaning woman Same with the re-
5: lady who got elected in Minneapolis. She just went off on Jews did too. too.
6: Elon. Yeah. There are actually um a lot of what radical feminists hell? who hate I don't know. they don't like gay people because They don't like gay men because they see it as like co opting female culture, and they don't like gay women because they see it as betraying their gender. So, are these people really Nazis? I mean, is that. There are almost no Nazis. There's
1: almost none of them. We know
4: nothing right. of what you're speaking about, about to Tom. Move about on. Them. Nazis are topic- no, really Tom. still a thing. We're going to
1: tell you how to think, how to use your wiener, what religion you should be. That sounds a little Nazi-ish to me. Uh, Nazis still are really a totalitarians. No. No. It's I mean, not, right? They there's claim no it Nazis, is, but right? no, there are there's any There's no Nazis. organizations of Nazis. I mean, Nazis. yeah, there's like 12... But I mean, it doesn't this, really matter. The 12 people who are can't even spell it properly. They put a T in it. So what does that tell you? Yeah, everybody knows it's just K-N-O-T-S-I. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's just Nazi, like Nazi Berry Farm. <laughs> like that right That's there. very oh, so good. <laughs> so
6: Linda didn't even, she didn't say anything. It's one of those you haven't been woke enough kind of things. No, she did
1: say anti-gay and anti anti.
6: Well, the lady thing. who got
5: elected in Minneapolis, she's holding a sign. Well, she, yeah. Did, yeah. Yeah, she, she did, yeah. i seen her holding a sign. But this
6: Linda, what it was, was uh, she's apparently a friend with Farrakhan. Farrakhan. And, you know, he obviously He hates,
1: hates Jews. Yeah,
6: he hates the Jews. So, basically, it's guilt by association kind of thing. Well,
1: look at Lester Holt or whatever his name is. What's the guy's name here that he beats women in the... Or drags him off a of bed. What's his oh, name? Oh, not not Lester, Lester Holt. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. Yeah. Uh, Who's Lester Holt? Lester's like
4: the 60 Minutes guy or 20 guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's the
5: newscaster.
4: He's uh, an African American newscaster. I don't know these people's obviously. names. Let's he's, just besmirch a few more names. I'm not besmirching anyone. I How about I, that Mike Gelfand? Yeah. I hear he hates the Jews. I heard Gelfand
1: is anti-Semitic. <laughs> um, You're talking about her. Uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, I can't remember saying a little Keith, tiny guy. Ellison? Keith Ellison? Keith Ellison, yeah. Yes. Uh, he's a buddy of Lewis Farrakhan. Said so yeah. I haven't seen Farrakhan in years, then they produced a picture of him from like six months yeah, ago, of standing right next to him. Mm-hmm. But the, other,
5: the other lady who, who, who got elected with him, she's off the rock. She's
1: crazy. Yes. Well, come on. You'd marry your brother to get in the country, wouldn't you? <laughs> I don't
5: know. Is there actually proof of that?
1: I guess they moved up to North Dakota. Go to North Dakota. All State I know University is I seen,
5: I've seen her hold signs saying "Free Palestine." Palestine. And, t-
6: <laughs> What's jewish name
1: Ilan Omar. All oh, right. Yeah. Oh,
5: the,
6: the brother thing. I th- I'm gonna look there.
1: Brother, up. brother. That might have been debunked. Uh, that's, Let's see. They here. just said it set it on some other. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Was
4: it I debunked anti- by our ex president that was born over in another country? <laughs>
1: No, but he is the one who told people that they needed to throw kid boys out of school if there was any suspicion at all that they had attacked a woman. Mm. He did do that.
5: Well, well he knows where it's the it's money is. It's line. a double standard. It it, is. It, it, if somebody does it, hang on. Well, the other person does it, then you just let it.
1: So, did she actually marry your brother? Did they make that up. They the Nazis make I But mean, Keith
5: it up. Ellison's girlfriend actually had police reports and pictures and not yeah, nobody, cared. nobody cared. Nobody cared. Nobody cares. Bill
1: Clinton raped four women, nobody cares. Yeah. It is not allegedly. clear. Well, oh, it's not clear. allegedly Tom.
5: Well,
6: I mean they're <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's a lot of allegations.
6: <laughs> but you gotta throw the allegedly in I there to
1: protect I, yourself.
6: They are from like they're straight from Somalia, I so wouldn't. it's not like they have the most. Iron-clad.
1: Oh, calm
6: down. It's not like they have the most oh, uh, <laughs> ironclad birth records over there. That's part
5: of the their biggest birth. problem. There that's is true. no records.
6: Yeah, exactly.
1: That's so true. Yeah. we have no idea, really. Here's all I'm saying. Can we all just kind of stop noticing that our differences and kind of all live the same? We're all human beings. We're all from Africa originally. I'm going to buy myself a, a yellow. Um, everybody's from Africa.
5: The out of Africa
6: North theory? Africa.
1: I thought it was... North Africa, the cradle of civilization.
5: Where I just was at?
1: The birthplace of man. I don't want
5: to be from there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I don't think anybody does, but we all are. North
6: <laughs> Africa's not actually a bad place. It's oh, sub-Saharan
1: Africa where there. all the I hated warlords
6: it. are. Yeah. yeah. The, the yeah I well, yeah, I suppose for... now that the whole, like, Islam wars are going on. I did not
5: on. care for Marrakesh or any of those yeah. cities. They're very just fifth world okay. and very dirty. Now I have a problem. So
1: <laughs> if, it very dirty. If it's unclear... <laughs> World? How? If they have no birth records, then the people that said it was her brother, how could they prove it was her brother? I don't know DNA. that they
6: could. could they well, do? yeah, she could take a DNA test, but there's really no
1: onus for her or to do so. Or just
5: people from in, in Somalia know that it was her brother back there.
1: You know what I really wish is that everybody would stop trying to destroy everyone else's life. That would be nice. What, happen,
5: what happened? Remember how we were gro- gro- raised... If you have nothing good to say, don't say anything at all. What happened to uh, that? That was nice. What happened to that?
4: But the problem is, where do you draw the
1: line? What do you know? Because no, <laughs> right?
4: I'm with you. I honestly Where'd believe. That I've, go? No, I, I know well, you're here, right. Here's why I you're say right. that. Because all right, you know, we'll put up a, a post. We just celebrated our one year anniversary. And somebody's got to come in and make some nasty ass comment and tell her, all right, we get it, you're in love, and they start going after her. But <laughs> it's like it in those amazing. cases, why don't you just shut the F up? Right, if you're what, not what did you say? Shut but up. But then, if you know somebody's running for public office and you happen to know something horrible about them, should you let that person get into, into more power? Or I know. Should, well, should I it think be revealed? that's different. I think that's right, different. Right, but that's that's what most of this comes from, is it's a political move on most parts. It the, is, the destruction, absolutely. you know, we look at it from the outside saying, oh, they're just trying to destroy this party or that party. But on the other side, or are they trying to keep a monster from getting more power? Yeah, well, maybe. You know, I mean, that's where, how do we draw the line? Where do we yeah, come in on point. deciding which decision is made and who we call out for what reasons?
5: Yeah, people go out, seem to be go out of their way now to make personal St- statements again, like negative personal statements. Like, oh, I posted something that I, I don't pick my friends through political, anything political. Like, right. I don't care right. what, what your politics are. And somebody wrote a comment, yeah, but you're friends with Tommy B. What does that mean? That, um, they, it was a negative, in the, you no, know, they were putting a negative stat jab.
1: Why doesn't anybody, you know, no one has ever, <laughs> ever, ever, ever walked up to me and said, you know, I, don't like, I don't like your show. And I they won't. I don't like you. And no they one's won't.
5: ever done that They've to me. They've never done it to me either. But they Why it would to they me do online. that?
1: They don't do it to me if online. If I don't like you, I'd tell you to your face. You know what? I don't really care for you.
5: I uh, would tell you right to your face. I actually looked yesterday. I have about 40. Wait a minute. Let me do it. <laughs> I have I have about forty five thousand people right now on on Facebook don't like and you. social media, and I just looked <laughs> at how many people I had blocked over oh, yeah. the last couple of years. Yeah, I probably have about sixty people blocked.
1: Yeah. They're relentless with negative comments. Why do they want to do that? Explain that because I I, I don't know. I, I just used to tell people to f off. That's I don't all post I to
5: anything do. political. I don't to post any opinion. Just post videos. And- Do they
1: feel so weak that this is the only place they have any power? Is that what it is? I think that's know? what it is. Well,
4: and that's and, sad, and, and that's, you know, I mean, I understand where you're coming at with that angle. But on the other side, there are a lot of people that have felt suffocated over the years who didn't feel they had a voice. And this finally gave them a voice. That's exactly what I Unfortunately, yeah. when it goes unchecked and unbridled, then it starts becoming hate speech and anger and... And and all of yeah, that rage that's it been inside of you for so long finally leaches out in all the wrong ways. You think
5: this could end up as a civil war eventually?
4: Yes, absolutely, I do. Mm-hmm. We already have one going on right now. Kind of do. It's a shadow no, war. Yeah, it's a shadow. Yeah, you know. Ooh, it's a vocal,
6: shadow, shadow war. <laughs> hey, Christopher I, I, Fulton is on the phone, so have, we will get to him. Oh,
1: we'll ha- we'll be we'll we'll be right back in, in about two minutes. I told you to turn out the lights when you saw him coming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> JB's
1: here. We'll be right back, JB and our special guest up. Next. one thing I want to say on the way out is I look, for there apparently there are like 12 people that love to just trash the hell out of me. You have to understand some. I am grateful of this Thanksgiving, so thank you because shows cannot get that big without some people hating them. So thank you for making my show big. It's true. It is true. It's true. Haters, make you, haters pe- make you famous. They do. It's absolutely <laughs> true. So thank you. We'll be right back. <clears throat> Mr. On Time, J.B. will join us right after this. Tom hey. Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilsky, was here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company. It's called X-Check. All right, Michael, my buddy, my pal of mine, why do I need this and why is it cool?
0: We developed the app to compete with the other
1: payment applications across the country. We wanted something that was safe, secure, easy to use, and most of all, free. Say, for example, Alex needs some money and you want to send her some money, you can do it right away in the payment app and would get into her account without her having to go to the bank. Most convenient for the princess in your life. And the Prince Andy too, because I wouldn't want the kids having to leave the house to get cash. I wouldn't want that. No, there'd be no sense in that. You'd have to buy the gas then too. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to love it. This is Tom, Why Not Bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about XCheck. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Five five four twenty twenty, and please tell him Tom sent you. Wow! How many times are I gonna tell you guys not to run that coffee machine?
0: <laughs>
1: he He's, he one goes one. and gets a cup of
4: coffee. <laughs> it just might make sense to put it over Let's in a different loud corner.
1: Let's how loud. it is. know. <laughs> Pretty loud. Good God, Christopher! It sounds do you have like any the, place? Can I come like,
4: and stay at your house, Christopher?
1: It sounds like the AC from the old studio. That yeah, was, was, loud. An air that was
0: loud.
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our special guest, Christopher Fulton. I'm going to move in with him to get away from these people. Is that okay, Christopher?
0: Uh, that part, can that I come too?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not going to tell you where I live, but yes, you can come live. Um, Christopher Fulton co-authored with Michelle Fulton. How are you related to Michelle Fulton? We're married. Well, you're married. You don't sound very yes. happy about this. You're going to hear we're well, married. You, know, you asked me very, in, a,
0: in, a, in a way that uh, I, I had to be careful about my answer. Yes, I'm very happily married. But thank you for, <laughs> Straight, for straightening that out for me on the radio.
1: <laughs> no problem, sir. Uh, are you going to terrify me with this book, The Inheritance Poison Fruit of JFK's Assassination? I was a 11- little. Well,
0: that was that would be... That was the intent, but I heard your conversation coming in, and, I, and, and it's great. I mean, the, this is the discussion you're hearing across the country and the discord that's going on, and I think I think what you guys are talking about uh, is important.
1: So you, you are scaring me because I, I, I was 11 years old the day that, uh, that JFK was assassinated, and uh, I will never forget it. I went to Catholic school, and being the only Catholic president ever, my mother adored John F. Kennedy being a nice Catholic boy like he was. So I was at home uh, for my lunch break from St. Ann's school, and it came on the screen that JFK had been shot. And then uh, before I got back to school, because he died within one hour, didn't he? I think they announced his death, I think, within one hour uh, of the assassination, uh, of the, the shots being fired. Um, I will never forget that day. And and the, here's the part that scares me the most, Christopher. Um, the advent of, I want to get this, this problem, this correct. The advent of newspapers, uh, the very first person elected president that was highly touted in newspapers was Abraham Lincoln. The Lincoln-Douglas debates were in newspapers. That had, I think, never happened before, but and it certainly never happened at that scale. Then the advent of radio came along. Uh, some debates on radio back in uh, 1920s when you started yes Christopher I started on this show 1920 right when
0: Marconi
1: you sound great by the way way. I I, I got a call from Marconi and he said hey Tom uh, if you could Um, so assassination follows that then JFK is the first president to use television in a brilliant manner and he gets assassinated uh, I'm with the advent of of the internet uh, and all the coverage that that people get on the internet now on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, and all the rest of it, is it I'm really, really fearful this is going to happen again, Christopher. I really am. It scares me.
0: Well, uh, there's been uh, there's been talk about that, and of course, the country's very divided on them on a lot of issues i think we haven't progressed i think we've uh, regressed in a lot of ways and uh, there are some scary thoughts out there right now there's no doubt about that
5: so christopher i was living in in the heart of the city in downtown minneapolis which is complete democrat liberal city it's a sanctuary city and then i bought tom's house out in the country so i moved and where i live now is the polar opposite and it is, yeah. Polar opposite. So I've seen both sides, like up upfront personal. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, if we ever go to war, hate to say it, these people out in the country, they got a lot of guns. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that I is mean, true. I mean,
5: everybody true. has like twenty-five guns. I don't think it'd be much of a contest.
1: Um, Chris, well,
0: I've heard a lot about. I've heard. Of, I, I want to address that. I've actually heard a lot about that too, and a lot of talk about that. I've actually heard people from Australia talking to me about that, and their guns being. Uh, taken from them and they're concerned about it uh, losing their prime minister uh not that long after the uh, kennedy assassinations and they're they're interested in this too so uh you know the uh i've seen some of the uh some of the information about how that all works but uh, maybe that's not what i should go into right now
1: you can go into whatever you want to right now christopher it's your it's your time period man we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about
0: Uh, We do address a lot of things
1: things on this show. That's why we were talking about... I never thought I'd see the day, Christopher, when the leaders of the women's movement, the Women's March, would come out and say anti-gay and anti-Semitic things. It shocks the hell out of me that are you so far right? I mean, so far left, you're actually right? I mean, is that what we're doing here? Is that such a thing, Christopher?
0: Well... I I think that a lot, I mean, uh, part of of the big reason, uh, we just have, my friend and I, Robert, well, let me start here. My friend and I, Robert White, were, were, I don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate enough to have been uh, exposed and uh, responsible in some ways for a lot of the uh, secret material that were involved in the Kennedy assassinations Uh, that had come through Bobby Kennedy. Mm. These things wound up... uh, These things, all these materials were, were, there's a lot of information involved in this, and the American public knows so little of it. Um, And we have done what we could to try to bring this forward. Uh, There's been a tremendous amount of people involved in this, uh, uh, from, you know, Janet Reno, the Attorney General of the U.S. Justice Department the Security Oversight Office that classifies material for the United States, President Clinton and Hillary Clinton and their lawyers, JFK Jr., Caroline Kennedy and their lawyers, President Reagan was advising both of us on how to handle this, as as American citizens and what we should do, what he thought. So there was a great, there's a great deal of pressure that came to bear on us about this material. And I think think it's important for the American public to understand this better, because a lot of the issues that we're dealing with that you're speaking about uh, on the radio program today uh, were issues that we were dealing with in 1963, and again, even more specifically in 1968. So, I think that... uh, when we lost uh, Bobby Kennedy to that resolve and we was trying to get to, back to the track where his brother had put us on, uh, we we lost, uh, we went the wrong direction. We, we, we changed direction and went, and went the wrong road. And and uh, we've kept uh, covering that ever since. And the problem with that being is that we haven't really resolved these core issues of our country. And there's a lot of people that are dissatisfied and unhappy and feel unrepresented. And, of course, uh, they have every right to feel that. So, mm-hmm. so you're getting a lot of conflict. Uh, uh, from individuals that are supposedly living in a, uh, 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 a constitutional and democratic free America, but this isn't what it feels like anymore. It feels like the power structure has uh, been diverted to Washington exclusively or to the uh, corporate uh, huge corporate entities, and we, nobody has a voice. So it's causing more and more dissension and more problems that way.
1: You know, Christopher, I have to tell you, uh, you're talking about 1963, and you sound like you're about 25 years old.
0: <laughs> you're well, if you if you lived through the Lincoln years, I guess that makes me about right. I, <laughs> so I, I uh, I'm 50, I'm 53, but God bless you for saying that. I appreciate that. I wasn't I
5: wasn't born yet when Kennedy was killed, but I I grew up in Philadelphia and I grew up a lot around a lot of Italian kind of mobster
1: type people, and I remember you didn't have to say Italian, just mobster type. Oh. People.
5: <laughs> I remember the 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 like the people talking when I was a kid saying that. Kennedy like kind of screwed over the the, the the mafia the Italians yep
1: that,
5: that helped him get elected and I remember San that Jean being County. a big buzz when I was a kid like this president screwed us over yep and, and yep. so I always thought maybe that had something to do with oh I think so with his well, demise
0: there is uh, there is truth in that the uh, the uh, the intelligence uh, community was working with the uh, the Italian uh, 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 mafia uh, people in World War II to win the war, and then they kept on uh, after mm-hmm. the war to be utilized following that. And then, the, uh, of course, they were used for purpose during Kennedy's administration as well. So they, when Lyndon Johnson came on board, he, he of course, was uh, was uh, they told the Kennedy brothers that if he, Lyndon Johnson doesn't come on board to protect the interests of uh, of uh, uh, some elements in the United States, and that includes you know how government contracts were, especially the big, large military contracts, were going to be a delegated, and of course some of the organized crime protection, then uh, uh, there wouldn't be a Kennedy administration, but they took him on and they did the best they could, but by 62 and 63 they realized they wanted to disassociate themselves with all that. Yeah. Robert Robert Kennedy took the position that he was going to be overzealous on prosecutions of the mafia, and he, uh, he did that to counterbalance Johnson's position. So of course uh, the, you know there was a lot of dislike of the Kennedy brothers. They were trying to make some radical changes. Uh, they were certainly one need to not only do the uh, to that community, but of course, the Pentagon and the intelligence community as well. There was a very difference of opinion of how the uh, country should go and how we were where we were headed.
1: Do people know, Christopher, that? And it doesn't matter. I I, I tend to be pretty much a centrist, Christopher. Uh, I grew up a Democrat, but the Democratic Party was totally different back then. My mother's Democratic Party was a lot different than today's. Uh, I tried for a while to be Republican, and it was okay, but I didn't really care for that. So I kind of centered on uh, closing on, on being a centrist and kind of looking at both sides. And what I've kind of discovered through that, is there any politician out there that will not be deceitful or outright lie to people? in <laughs> order? To, I mean, Christopher, it's no. disgusting. The, what The things that these people say and the public believes them, a prime example of that, and I look back, is from my youth. Elvis Presley called Richard Nixon and said, man, I want to be a drug agent. I want to be a special agent. And Richard Nixon, people I guess don't know this, but Richard Nixon hated Elvis Presley and everything he stood for. But he said, no, no, come to the White House. You know why? Because he thought the youth of America would love him if he embraced Elvis. The only reason he did it was to benefit his own cause. Is it always like that, Christopher?
0: Well, it's interesting that you bring that up, because Elvis Presley certainly touched uh, the world in, yeah. in a lot of regards, and the Kennedy, the Kennedy administration, uh, when they had a falling out in 1962 over the Bay of Pigs with their intelligence services, were yep. looking to people like Elvis Presley to, to get them information at Intel and to contact world leaders, so they had direct information and go around and circumvent uh, what was going on. So in that regard, uh, Elvis had every understanding that he might be accepted in that way, and I, and I agree, that's what I heard. that. Uh, that president Nixon had, was scared when he when he came up to the White House not to let him in, and uh, <laughs> it was in his interest to go ahead and make sure he, he got into the Oval Office and some pictures were taken. So, uh, yes, that's inter- very interesting.
1: The whole thing is very interesting. How long did it take you to write the inheritance?
0: Well, it was uh, it's a, it's a very long story, and and uh, uh-huh. you know my father my father had filmed uh, President Kennedy's. Uh, Speech, his inauguration speech, in, in Washington for the uh, General Contractors Association on that cold day, and uh, uh, the ask not speech. And of course, President Kennedy asked uh, ask not what your uh, your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country. The book is what I can do for my country. That's and it's been a it's been a long road. I've kept this information. Uh, it's an ongoing process, but I've kept a lot of this information for 24 years, and it's come to the time where it needs to be uh, discussed and shared. And uh,
1: Yeah, I think it's a wonderful idea. Um, Does Michelle do interviews with you sometimes, or does she do them on her own ever?
0: She she did one short uh, small TV uh, segment with me, but uh, we have uh, two children. We have some rescue dogs, and and our life is a a little bit complicated. So she she does more than her fair share of uh, what she's got to cover, and then I try to cover something like this.
1: Okay, will will she listen to this interview, do you think?
0: you you listen to it did you want to say something specific (laughs) I just
1: I wanted to say was uh, Michelle Christopher told me before we were on the air that the book would have gone a lot quicker but you held them back
0: (laughs) well you know what She'll believe that. If you say that, she'll say that's something my husband would say, and uh, I'll get in some trouble over that one. Thank you very I much
1: would for that. Not, I will not do that, Christopher. I was just, I was projecting my own lovely wife into this situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no.
0: She's, she's very good. No, she's good-hearted. She would under- She think that was very funny. But, that's uh, great. That's wonderful. Yeah, but what I want to say is, the, is that is that this has been a very difficult uh, ride for me. I was uh, sure. when I was writing this book, I was even asked to go to. Uh, maybe brief uh, Mike Pompano, who was the uh, director of the CIA for a little while under under President Trump, and said if I would go and have a meeting with him. And I said, no, I don't think I'd like to do that. I said, why did, Why do you want me to do that? And he said, well, because he's interested in revamping the, uh, the agency and wants to know, wants to be briefed on what you know, what what's going on. I said, no, I don't, I'm not interested in that. Um, but the agency's been around a long time, but the, uh, but the thing of it is, is that we... We came into a lot of uh, the information that Bobby Kennedy was working with, and what had actually taken place, and what he was facing after his brother's assassination, which was which was a monumental uh, weight that was placed upon him. And the uh, yeah. I was even briefed about this about in the Kremlin with the Russian intelligence side about this, and the uh, um, it was very difficult for us to try to walk a line. Of course, the Kennedy family got involved, and we discussed this briefly, but the. Uh, it's a very difficult line to, to, to walk for us to decide what, what, what's important for the American people and, what's, and what should be uh, protected for the Kennedy's privacy. And then, of course, the Justice Department wanted to know everything as well. So they, they had briefed me in secret uh, 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 security briefings uh, several times over this. And, of course, if I had lied to them, the FBI would have said to keep this guy in prison for 50 years because that's, that's what I was facing at one point over this.
1: Oh, it's unbelievable. Christopher. Oh, by the way, I, someone, I, I just got... An email from someone who apparently apparently knows you. I don't know if he knows you very well, but they, their statement was basically Michelle could just tell Christopher it's his problem because she's Canadian. <laughs>
0: that's very that's very <laughs> well, funny. She, she, that's very funny. She, she used to be a uh, Canadian, but she's, she she's census status in the United States. And, but,
1: uh, but apparently you <laughs> and I, that comment. you and I know some of the same people, Christopher. It's either a good thing well, or a we, really we, bad thing.
0: Well, yeah, I'm, I'm getting that. I'm getting sort of that kind of opinion now. Uh, but,
1: uh. Christopher, we need to talk more about this after the after the Thanksgiving break. I'd love to talk to you again because there are a million things about the inheritance I want to get into. But thank you so much for. Do you do a great interview? I appreciate it. Thank you, sir.
0: Well, I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you very much. Our
1: pleasure. Christopher Fulton, Michelle Fulton, the inheritance, poison fruit of JFK's assassination. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard show. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night. And you get paid weekly. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts, every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Darkness Dave just brought something up. Um... About Christopher Fulton and the the Oval Office tapes, uh, I liked your point that that he he definitely says that we should uh, that we should look at JFK in a different way because he actually did care about the people, right? Yeah, we did a full episode with Christopher this last Sunday
4: on our show. It's our last look. It's the fifty fifth anniversary of Kennedy's assassination. Right. I really don't see any more need to do shows about it. Yeah, but this guy had a different take on it, and the fact that he actually inherited Evelyn Lincoln's. Um, evidence in all of this, but he—he's the only other person besides RFK that ever listened to those Oval Office tapes, yeah. and and held some of the actual evidence, damning evidence in this case. And it was pretty pretty interesting just to talk to him. But you know, I was kind of waiting for some salacious information about him, you know, from the from the Oval Office tapes. Right. And he said yeah. it was really just astounding how much this guy cared. Like he was he was That's on the phone with right. soldiers at their posts, and you know, what can we do to help you? What's going on? He was constantly. Trying to make things better, but
2: I I've always been told that <clears throat> that was the case, and maybe that's just because my mother right, was but a big Kennedy fan. And right, whatnot. but then you wonder right. how
4: much of that is rhetoric because he was canonized after his death. You know, right. and everybody oh he's the greatest guy, but you know then to actually hear somebody who who got to listen to those audio recordings and right. can now corroborate, yeah, he he cared, he was actually out there. And then he talks about a very tough point when they were talking about. We were so close to war. Oh, oh yeah. And that they were talking oh, oh, yeah. with, all right, we're kind of, we have to examine at this point in history what's an acceptable amount of loss because one of us has to launch. And you're like, what? And he's telling yeah. the story on our show. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. And he's like, and at one point they came back to him. They're like, okay, we think we can manage this. We'll have a loss of between 25 to 40 million people. <laughs> And I said, "Could you imagine even having that for a second? To have to consider it? No problem." And, and the Kennedy brothers are like, "No, no, that's not acceptable. That's not an acceptable loss. We, you know, we can't, we can't wipe out twenty to forty million people in this exchange to show superiority. It can't happen." So they backed down quite a bit. It, it was just, it was. He's a fascinating guy. I. Personally, doing a show that covers conspiracy theories, yeah, I've heard it all on Kennedy. Now I just don't know what more <laughs> until the day no, they finally right. release right. all the information. Yep. It's been covered for 55 years, and maybe I'm bitter because he was assassinated four years before my birth, and I'll, yeah. or three years before my birth. And all I ever hear on my birthday is about Kennedy and and watching oh, documentaries yeah. about his death and true, murder, yeah. and it just kind of bogged me down. But I'm also at the point I just there's not really much new information. This guy kind of had the last wall of real new information.
1: All right, well
2: I was I was one when this happened, so my recollection is not of nothing, but I just remember growing up in great fear. mm My whole from age That's
1: kinda how I feel right now. From age things are getting very, very dangerous. I hope people understand from the time
2: that that I could really start understanding to about age twelve there was always this sense of fear like they they'll shoot political leaders are they'll right. we'll go to war
1: i still or... think they're going i grew
5: to. up so the same way i was negative one so i grew up the
4: same <laughs> i was negative one i grew up the same, with still the kind same of mentality like, See, but
1: that doesn't <laughs> right i grew
4: up i, I was born in 67 and grew up in the 80s and i was terrified of nuclear war during the 80s i, I wrote well, a letter to president reagan at the time you got have, back a nice form letter from did you have, to, own, did you have to get under
5: your <clears> desk in school and all that
4: uh, yes, we did a couple of those drills, but it was, yeah. I, so I, went, was I like, went through that all through grade yeah.
5: school We you have to get underneath your desk and uh, bomb sticks. Yep, we, we, did, we, we didn't to.
2: do that, but I always yeah. remember the radiation signs being on yep, the walls. radiation yeah. signs. Yeah. This yeah. is supposedly a radiation safe place. Very to be. true. It's yeah.
1: like yeah, right. Fallout shelters. I, all I know.
0: <laughs>
1: Only Andy could find this and Bert the
6: turtle was very alert when danger threatened him he never got hurt he knew just what to do <laughs> <He stopped laughs>
4: and
1: duck and cover duck and cover yeah, that's what you did welcome to Andy Yoki my favorite part of the show it really is I love
4: when he breaks free and finally lets out the starts, inner Andy starts belting it out you didn't know that you have a show Dunk tune kid in front of you the whole
1: time by the way, the fact that you were born on on, on the same day that Kennedy was assassinated, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the same date.
6: Reincarnation?
1: Uh, Would the explain same, the splitting headaches.
4: That's true, man. Yeah, November <laughs> yeah. 22nd I was born. <laughs> the same year, though. No, 67. Ah. Sixty seven. Um, Today's my last day, 50.
1: Really? <sighs> hmm. You're making that up. I turn
4: into 51 tomorrow. Yeah, but that's 51. not as bad
5: as 50. 50's a bit harder
4: No, No, 51's worse, actually. Really? Yeah, because 50, you're like, oh, I'm going to hit 50. And then you're like, oh, crap, now I'm past 50. <laughs> no, yeah, but in 50. four yeah. years,
2: you're going to be excited, because then you can get free stuff. I already and get free stuff.
4: Fifty-two.
5: No, it's 52 now. I love taking it? advantage
4: 50, of mean people. I go into stores it, and yeah. they look at me yeah. and then hit the senior yeah. discount. And I'm like, you know, I'd be pissed if other. I wasn't getting 25% off. They keep lowering
2: the ages of stuff. My dad was so excited when he turned 55. You know, he went I, to every place, just ordered off the senior menu. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> I have yet to, and I have an uh, A... AARP card. I have yet to ask
1: for a senior discount. you? I'm
2: 56.
1: I didn't know you were 56. You're, just, out, of, just, you're out of the demo. Get out <laughs> <laughs> I just said I was a
2: year yeah. old when yeah, he was right. killed. That's right.
1: That's right. Can't and, believe it was that long ago. I cannot the, believe it. And
2: you know, you hear all the weird stories. He died in a, in a Lincoln. Lincoln died in. Uh,
4: Ford Theater
1: Theater or whatever. Ford Ford Theater, Theater, that's it. Yeah. Ford and Lincoln. Well, Lincoln. Lincoln was Kennedy's secretary, and Kennedy Kennedy was was Lincoln's Lincoln's secretary. secretary. That is true. Yeah.
2: All these oddities.
1: And what? uh, 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 Oswald shot
4: him from the book depository and went and hid in a theater and. Mm -hmm. that's right. And then Wilkes Booth shot shot him in a theater and then went and they ended up catch, capturing him in like a library or some book area right, or something. Exactly. I can't remember the exact yeah, deal. There's a lot that. of that kind yeah. of stuff. It's
2: like the game of Clue. Yeah.
4: <laughs> and then both of them ended up on coins. Weird. Uh, I know, right?
1: And I'm both a... of them died. What? <laughs> yes, they certainly did. <laughs> Not really? according
4: to the Weekly <laughs> World News. <laughs> Kennedy's still alive running the White House from inside. Yeah, <laughs> that
1: is still so Did you ever cool.
4: see the movie Bubba Hotep? I yeah. loved Bubba. We Hulk. actually watched
6: that in uh, Florida I like two you, years ago. Oh, that is I love you, baby. I always love you. <laughs> fun,
4: dumb movie. We actually <laughs>
6: wait. We watched it because you told us to. Actually, oh, did you? Oh, did we? Now that I think about it, yeah, yeah. And did you enjoy it? Yeah, it yeah. It was just was like
1: a fun movie. movie. Yeah. what's day, Bruce Campbell? Yeah, man. for people that and yeah, Ossie
4: Davis who plays and Ossie JFK. Ossie Davis. <laughs> he plays right, JFK. Ossie so Davis plays JFK. The whole idea is a silly concept. Phenomenal. That when Elvis died, it was his body double yeah. because Elvis just wanted a break so he went off and he had his body double filling in for him and then his body double died while he's out and he's like oh crap I'm dead now what do I do so he ends up in an old folks home trying to convince people he's Elvis yeah. and Ossie Davis is in a wheelchair and he's Kennedy and and he <laughs> keeps telling the story and, and even though Elvis is trying Fantastic. to sell the story that he's the real Elvis Ossie Davis is like, here, fill back here. And there's a hole in the back of his head filled with sawdust, right? <laughs> and he goes, no, I'm, I'm the real deal. So they're trying to fight uh, this mummy who's sucking the life force from mm-hmm. people. And it sounds stupid and horrific, but it is really a fun, dumb movie. Well,
6: just because it's stupid it doesn't is. mean it can't be fun. No,
4: Have you ever seen uh, Duck, uh, what is it, uh Tucker and Dale versus Evil? Yeah. Or yep. Dale and Tucker versus Evil? Yeah, one of those like two.
1: Dale and Tucker, Tucker and... Dale. I think Arnold, it is Dale I, I and I Tucker. If you right? haven't seen know.
4: that, that's another one that escaped a lot of people. But it's just a really fun... It takes the, all the horror movie genres <laughs> yep. and tips them on their ear. And it's funny as hell throughout the entire movie.
1: I'm going to have all Good you guys over me. one day to the... to the our, We have a little movie theater in our mm-hmm. house. To watch the movie Tenth and Wolf because you can't find it. I, I think I own the only copy of it left on, in the world... <laughs> It was about mm. the Italian and Sicilian mafias battling it out in Philadelphia Tenth and Wolf and it lasted in theaters two days and the boys in that were portrayed in the movie said, "You don't want to run that movie again was it it made fifty-four thousand dollars. When did that come out? And I have a copy. Of really? It. Uh, I would like, like to 10, see that. Ten years ago.
6: August eighteenth, two thousand six. Well, it you was know, twelve
4: the, years ago. The Projectionist Union is run by legitimate businessmen, <laughs> so it's right. not I a surprise to me that that might have gotten around kind of quick. I think
5: um, I think Philly's like the last stronghold. Like there's still mop slaying going oh yeah. going on there. Well, still Nikki Scarfo.
1: Nikki Scarfo was one of the craziest guys ever born.
5: Every time I go home, my parents always have the paper laying there. It's always front page. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so some, some shot. Somebody's dead in Philadelphia. <laughs> like, huh? like
5: a name, but you don't see a name. You see you see like tw- some you know like somebody shot. doesn't have like a name. Mm-hmm. By the way, this like movie, Johnny the Trash Man, shot.
1: <laughs> two days in the theaters made fifty four thousand dollars. It has James Marsden, Dennis Hopper. Uh, you get on the list. Brian Dennehy's in it. All there are all these huge stars in this movie. and they now they're it. all dead. Oh. I'm just yeah, saying. nothing's than James Marley. And they pulled it. Dead. They pulled it, huh? Why is Catherine calling me during the show? <laughs> I'll call her back. Speaking so, of
4: movies, can I mention, uh, for those of you who are interested, I think it opens officially t- today or tomorrow is Creed 2. Creed 2. Mm-hmm. It
1: opens tomorrow, yeah. I mean, you know, it does open today. I'm can such right. a
4: huge fan of the Rocky franchise. So When yeah, they said yeah. they were going to do Creed, I went into the first one reluctant, and I loved it. Was good, and then I wondered, all right, you're going to come back with Creed 2, which they kind of leave you feeling you have to, and and I went in, and they've really reinvented the series in a really great way. This was a fun, really well done movie. Yeah, this is exactly I how one. it had to be done if they were going to do a sequel, and you know, in this one, he faces off against Ivan Drago's son. Right. So there's this so, kind of weirdness, Dolph and there's, talking about that mob mob moment, yeah. there's there's the first, and I won't give anything away, but the first meeting between Balboa and the original Drago, Ivan Drago, mm-hmm. has a very yep. Sopranos kind of feel to it, <laughs> yeah. and the line that yeah. Stallone feeds him is just such a beautiful beautiful line, because Drago's basically talking about how you got everything. My life went to hell because in Russia, they treat you like a, a stray dog. And you know what they do to stray dogs? They spit at stray dogs. And he's trying to intimidate Stallone. And Stallone goes, here, we just put him down. And he <laughs> just has this icy cold look. And it was just such a beautifully crafted scene. But it's a it's a really good, powerful movie. I think people will enjoy it. If you love that, Rocky, this is a great way to continue that series. Yeah. And I, I'm looking forward to uh to three. So
2: Michael had, B.
1: Jordan. right? Yeah.
2: So has Rocky j- basically become Mickey? Mickey,
1: basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Manager. Hey, yeah. Philip, you can sit closer Thank to the mic if you want. I'm,
2: speaking of Philip, I'm having lunch with him today, so you know it's going. What? Gonna, you know what's going to happen for an hour and a half. Arguing? He, no, I'm going to sit there, and he's going to tell me what a dumb MF that I am. <laughs> For an hour and a half. You're the wrong. Well, you must you're be you're one if you're going you know that's what's <laughs> that's happening. <not> <laughs> you know you're
1: know that's living what up happened. to his expectations. You know that's what's happening, man. I was like, but Ooh. I don't want to,
0: you know, he's a friend and I don't want to disappoint him. That's you have try. an interesting that's friend. friend <laughs>
2: well, Tom would tell you that the argument we had at his house that day. It was, on, it was
3: Christmas Eve. Eve. Yeah, it was <laughs> Christmas Eve. That was
0: great.
2: <laughs> he basically. I for,
3: said, leaned
1: to Catherine and said, I told you we shouldn't invite invited him over.
2: For two. About two and a half hours. About two and a half hours. He basically told me what a dumb mf
5: was. (laughs) And you consider that a friend? Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Philip just blasted me yesterday because he said he went home for he was (laughs) inducted into the the Nebraska High School Hall of Fame. Uh, Football player, baseball player, basketball. He played all the sports.
4: Radio legend.
1: He was telling me, (laughs) yeah, he was telling me that his black friends in Omaha don't like me. And I said, they don't even know me. Why do <laughs> they not like me? Because they saw the whole write-up uh, but this, that, and the other thing. I said, well, what about it? Well, they claimed in the article that you and I grew up together. I said, well, I've known you for 46 years. Is that long enough? He goes, well, we didn't grow up together. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God.
4: Okay, okay we grew old together, which <laughs> yeah, is a lot, lot the, less romantic. Yeah, right? yeah, a lot
1: less romantic. I mean,. <laughs> Sorry, pal. I've known you since I was in my early 20s. That's kind of grown. Your brain isn't fully formed till you're 25. Does that count? But yeah, they're mad at me because the paper said that I grew up with them. Good
4: God. Well, at least he didn't say, oh, my people, my friends just don't like you. Why not? Because of all the stuff I tell them about you.
1: Well, yeah, Well, that, and that's what it really is, to tell you the truth. What a disaster as a friend he is. <laughs> Don't you you, agree? you have some fun with that,
4: JB. I want to just write out the, you, the guy that wants to just spend the next
1: hour telling me what a dummy I am. As a matter of fact, Andy, could you look up the Mary Mac-Philip Exchange? Because it's my one of my favorite moments in the history going on six and a half years of doing this show now. You say uh, the, the Korean barbecue. Oh, what? Korean barbecue is phenomenal. Are they the ones that eat dog? What? Racist
0: now! No, 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 no. no baby, no, baby, no, baby.
1: Who's the racist now, <laughs> Philip? Her voice is perfect in it that is. line.
0: It's so
5: great. <laughs> it is. It's perfect. But I, but they I, do eat. They do eat dogs in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> just say, some places.
6: Who's the racist now? But they do. But they do.
5: They actually do. I actually
2: confirm this. My old roommate's boyfriend is Korean, and he. Confirmed that in very rural areas, yeah. they,
6: they still dog. do, but it is illegal. No, it oh, is it? it's illegal. It's illegal in, pla- dog? in parts of China, it it's still legal, and they have, like, dog-eating festivals. Patrick
1: Roycey told me he covered the Olympics when it was in Seoul, Korea. He said there were guys walking down the streets with carts full, shopping carts full of dogs, and people would go up and buy a dog. They'd reach in, grab the dog, and snap its neck and hand it to <laughs> soul? Jeez. Like Holy God. Oh, holy well, when was this, 1850? No, you said that... No, it was 1980. I don't know about that. Well, All
5: I know is they have these restaurants called Hot Pot, and you go in there, and there's a pot of food right in the middle of the table, yep. and then you scoop out the food. And the first spoonful, I forgot, there was, oh. a, there was a big, large eyeball looking at me. And it, ah. was, it wasn't no cow eyeball nice. or pig eyeball. No, it was some... We're pet not, eyeball. I'm
1: not doing pet <laughs> eyeball. And
5: I would it right back. I'm like, done with that.
1: We'll be right <laughs> back with our two. Tom Bernard.